Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The trailer booking and Billy Bones Paolo DiCaglio West Ham United We celebrate our victories Stick together in defeat. I'm proud of our history. West Ham United, more than just a podcast. More than just a podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. <laughs> Come on, guy. Come on, then you can do it. Oh, podcast, podcast, oh, podcast. You... I can't, I can't hang it out like Nigel can. Season nine. Mate, I'm playing episode. cricket umpire call on my phone. I could have just kept playing this. Season nine, episode 46. What a long season it is. Um, after our two hour 36 marathon <laughs> last week, um, John was busy uh, with a uh, supermarket delivery and George said, I quote, unquote, ah, I think I'll leave you to it, boys. Um, and he actually said, why don't you get Canning Town Len off the bench again? So um, uh, so we did. So, uh, Nigel, where are you and what are you doing? I mean, we said I'm playing this new game on my phone called Cricket Umpire Call. And you just, like, predict whether the person's out or not. So the bowler bowls the ball, and you go, is it out or not? Like LBW. Okay. So I'm getting okay. better at it. Shake man. 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 There you go. Uh, so we have, is it hot in your shed? No, got the door open and two windows. Oh. 
Well, I had uh, some fans on, but apparently it was call- causing a Doppler effect, according right. to, to Lenny. Yeah. So, exactly uh, like so you've already heard, um, back by popular demand, all eight of our listeners said, oh, get that chap on Canning Town Len again. Uh, it's Canning Town Len. Even though. Know. I'm sorry, everyone. I'd rather it be um, George and John because, I mean, then at least I can listen to something. Uh, if it makes you feel better, I mean, you know, you can whiz through Sean's bit. We've got to sit <laughs> here and listen to it. <laughs> Look, I've got less questions. I've got less um, stories. I- I've only got nine this week instead of 30 or whatever it was last week. Maybe it went on a bit too long, but uh, I don't know. Quality, not quantity. That's right. Um, where are you and what are you doing, Len? I am in the living room doing a podcast with you after a cracking day spent playing golf with my brother. I've had a lovely yeah, day. Yeah, on. I saw that. Where did you play? Our local municipal. We like to keep it real, me and my brother. We said is that today. Is it true that your brother is Bill Murray? Looks like him when he plays golf, doesn't he? He does, yeah. He doesn't like conforming, my brother. Anyway... Uh, there's another reason you were playing golf, wasn't there? It's my birthday, wasn't it? It was your birthday, was it? Yeah. Thanks to Google for letting everyone know. Oh, were you trying to keep that quiet then? Hola. Yeah. It's your birthday. We're here to party and sing to you. He's from me. Hope you are bueno. The fun will rain the whole day I got Chikorito to, to the this. mountains, the city lights and fountains. We call oh, your birthday. You are another year older. So perhaps you should be generally awesome. Because today is your day. There you go. Today is your day. Now, that uh, Javier Hernandez recorded that specially for you. Uh, Len, I, I hope you appreciate that. Does he appreciate it? You cut out. What did you say? I said, I hope you appreciate that. That um, I would have pre- preferred Lennon and McCartney's birthday from the White Album. I mean, if you're going to piss up your copyright, at least pick a good song. Well, <laughs> I went for this. <laughs> no one will be making a co- copyright claim. On no, they like certainly that. won't. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to use Marion Monroe, even though she's dead. God bless her soul. It would uh, have been her birthday. Uh, no, it would be. Wouldn't it? Happy birthday. No, Mr. I think her birthday was June the 1st. Oh, was it? I, I think so. Anyway, I think, happy um, birthday, Len. Cheers, bud. Thank you very much. I've had a lovely yeah. day. Good, good. Well, let's, let's hope we don't and ruin happy it. Happy birthday to my niece, little Ginny. Oh, happy oh. birthday, Ginny. Yeah. Good, so good. So right, let's, I think she's let's four with, or three. Let's start with a little round. A little round. Marilyn Monroe, right. yeah, you're right. June the 1st. Not Bob oh, well, Magass, Jason yeah. Donovan. Ooh, uh, maybe Bill Wyman. And someone on Twitter that said to you earlier. There was a couple, that, yeah. It was yes, a couple. Um, Keith Escott. Terry Conley, Escott. wasn't it? Or, um... And Terry. No, Terry as well. A pair of them. Um, I think it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And there's a West Ham birthday today, isn't there? I'm not uh... sure about that. Oh, and um, 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 Stan WHUFC's dad is his birthday. He's 80-odd. Is that, though, is that's not his name, Stan. That's his surname. Dave Stannard's dad. 
It's his birthday as Harry. well. Sorry, mate? Harry, I think. That's yeah. it. That's it. Harry Stannard. Happy yeah. birthday, H. There you go. There you go. Anyway, it's, it's not a birthday podcast. No, it's not. It's not. It is a football podcast. And guess what? Football's coming back. Yeah. Um, and, and, and talking about copyright, uh, I, I have got another one, but I've got to be a bit careful on this. So um, they have announced, obviously, at the Premier League that um, it's back. And what are we on? You'll know in a minute of this build-up. Final countdown, that's what we're the on. The final countdown! Come on, name, name, the, name the band that actually sounds. Europe. I met Joey yeah. Tempest about four years back. Do you know right. what? It Honestly, was... right, my life, yeah. one of the worst bands I've ever seen in my life. Amos Smith Odeon, 1988. And it really was poor. Yeah. Well, they're Where a Euro they? rock band. Joey Tempest made a little comeback. I see him at a rival son's gig at the Camden Roundhouse. Nice fellow he was. Again, I'm not, not sure not. in that little clip they'd be sampling that. So, <laughs> you know, I don't know what the the uh, back library of Europe uh, really is and who who now is. They, anyway. they did do a good track, Rock the Night. I did like that. Anyway, anyway it's talk, not a rock podcast. It's not. Let's talk about um, the Premier League finally have announced. So they had their meeting on, uh, we, we recorded on, uh, what day did we record last week? Tuesday. Tuesday. So uh, on Tuesday, um, the, the players and the, the managers and the LMA and the PFA met, as we know. On the Wednesday after the podcast, they voted on stage two from full contact training. No surprise, that just went through on the nods. Uh, West Ham actually had that day off. So all the players had that day off on Wednesday. So they started full contract training on Thursday. Um, on Thursday, the... Um, Premier League stakeholders met again, and this time they were talking about a start date. They were talking about compensation for the broadcasters. They were talking about possible ways to end it if the season's curtailed and various other things. So so what came out of that, and, and apparently there's been a bit of a furore that uh, everything seems to be leaked, particularly by the Daily Mail and the Daily Express, is that football will start on June the 17th, the two games will get played. I'm trying to remember they are Sheffield United, Man City, Arsenal. Villa's one of them, isn't it? Villa. Mm. So two games will be played on that Wednesday. Um, the rumour is, and I'm sure you've heard, West Ham will be the third game on, played on a Friday night at 8 o'clock. Um, um, yeah, at the London Stadium. Um, so, so as it's the 1st of June, 19th of June, how many days we got left, Nigel? I know you're not good on math, but yeah, Nigel. He's he's muted himself. How was uh, he? Oh, okay. Eighteen or nineteen? Eighteen. <laughs> Eighteen days to go. The final countdown. Um, the the players have already been training. You've probably heard at the London Stadium in full kit um, to get used to it, according to David Moyes. Um, last week we spoke about um, a number of players missing. Um, let's see if you're paying attention, Len. Which players were missing last week? Remember? I can tell you. Cool. I was paying attention. Um, hang on a minute. Um, Ogbonna. Yeah. He was missing. Um, Creswell was missing. Yeah. 
And the other two was Ngakia. He was missing. No, he wasn't missing. Oh, wasn't he? Um, I need to get that sound. The, the Lanzini. Other two. Oh, yeah, no, Lanzini no. was one of them. Who was the other one, Nigel? Antonio. He had compassion. Oh, yeah, Antonio is at a funeral. And, and the fourth one? That was Done four. four. No, yeah. Cresswell, Antonio, Ubono, the three. Lanzini. Ngak- Lanzini. No, Lanzini was training. I told you last week. Oh. Okay, it was then. the one I said that no one really cared about. A oh, jetty. yeah, a jetty. A jetty, yeah. So, they're all back. A jetty apparently always was training. It's just no one could be bothered to take a picture of him, poor bloke. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, and the mate your players feel wanted. Yeah. Ogbonna uh, came back to training uh, at the weekend. Big picture of him. I'm back. Uh, put on social media. Um, Antonio had some compassionate leave and was a funeral. He's back. Pictures of him now. Uh, and Cresswell was the last one to return. Again, pub- they published a picture of him on. Isn't it funny the they have to publish pictures now? Perhaps because people write work- stories on their websites. <laughs> I yeah, know. About I know. Funny I'm not that, being there. So now they yeah. feel obliged to show them. Look, they're back yeah, fighting. Exactly. Look. Yeah. yeah. Funny that, isn't it? Well, actually, anyway. you didn't write about it, did you? It was someone else uh, dropped a ricket on that. Yeah. Well, I wrote they were missing. I didn't say why. Hmm. Oh. Someone else said that. Anyway, moving on. Um, you needed to listen to another podcast to find out. Um, TV schedules. I don't know if you know, but the TV schedules will be um, Friday, uh, 8 p.m., which is where we're going to play Wolves. Then on Saturday, there's four games. Uh, if I've read, I've got it, not got it in front of me, but I think it's 12.30, 3 o'clock, half five. An eight from memory, somewhere around those. I thought it was 12, 2, 4, and then 6, no? No, let, let me... It, 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 now, now I'm, I'm going to have to look it up. <laughs> so, what channel, Sean? He's done his own well, work tonight, Lynn. He has, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, I have been just busy. Gone straight so. in there. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't think they've announced the channels yet, have they? Yeah, they have, yeah. Oh, yeah. they have. They don't know. Right, so... Um, on Saturday, 12 noon, 2 p.m. No, that was the wrong one. That was what that's what the mirror said. And then it got updated by uh, I am not very organized. This today. will all come out in the edit, people. Don't worry. You this will be seamless. <laughs> you won't know anyway, that we've sat so here for 15 minutes. <laughs> but I, I tell you what, I wrote something called Carve Up. So I said uh, and this is not one of my nine stories. Bro- broadcasters carve up 92 games is what I said. I published that three days ago. So as you probably know, that um, so this is what um, Sky have got. So uh, there will be on Saturday, here we go, finally got it, 12.30, 3pm, 5.30pm, I was right. Sunday, 12pm, 2pm, 4.30, 7pm. Each one will obviously, no game will be played at the same time. Monday game, 8 p.m. And then mid midweek games, Tuesday, 6 p.m., 8 p.m. Wednesday, 6 p.m., 8 p.m. Thursday, 6 p.m., 8 p.m. Yeah? 64 of the remaining games will be aired on Sky Sports. 25 of them will be free to air because they didn't have them already, including Liverpool-Everton. When you say dish- free to air, you, you, how will that work? That's a really interesting 
Um, I guess it will be on. Isn't there a Sky one on Freeview or something? Like Sky One. I don't know. Or I don't have, yeah. No, I Maybe, don't know. I ain't got. I don't Freeview. know. It's a good point. It's a good. The only Sky Channel I get. On, on my freeview box, I think it's Sky News. Well, maybe they put it on Sky News on a, on a red button. I don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, additional four games have been given to BBC. Uh, another four games have been given to Amazon Prime Video, who both who are who are um, rights holders, and the remaining twenty games go to BT Sport, who have no plans to make any of their games available for free. So there you go. That's the 92 games. Obviously, 92 games means 92 separate kickoff times over six weeks. Oh, you're a mathematician, you, Sean, aren't you? Um, no, I'm just making the point. For those really obsessed with, with um, Premier League, after no Premier League for so long, you'll be able to watch wall-to-wall Premier League for hours and hours, 21 hours a week. Oh, football. Of, of Premier League football. Yeah, I'm into the Bundesliga now, Mike. I'm like, oh, don't be like that. So, um, what does that mean? The season will end on the weekend, Sunday. It's got a weekend, the, the weekend of Sunday, the 25th and 26th of July. I would say it's going to end on the Sunday, 26th of July. That will allow them to allow their players to go away. It will allow them to play the FA Cup. Uh, and then those are in Europe to play the Europe. The transfer window is scheduled to open 24 hours later, so the transfer window will open on the 27th of July. Um, The clubs are contractually obliged to give their players three weeks off, um, but they might negotiate down to two weeks with the PFA. Um, Their plan, I don't know if you know, but the season was the next Premier League season was due to open... On the uh, or start on the eighth of August. Obviously, that's not going to happen. The plan is to start on the twenty ninth, twenty ninth of August, Saturday the twenty ninth of August. Probably a, a Friday game on the twenty eighth. I mean, that's doable, isn't it? Mm, yeah, we have no spike. Yeah, of course, it's doable. What if we do have another spike? Um, it depends how bad the spike is, really. I suppose, isn't it? Without going down there, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know. We at the, the it's hard to decipher of a weekend. I've seen two reports today: one where it went up, it was only hundred people, and then another one where it said it was five hundred people. The weekend, yeah, but there's always- the reason, for that, and the reason is that um, they they said it's only been a hundred and eleven today, but the five hundred was anomaly. In other words, they're historic. So they are deaths that weren't counted over the whole pandemic that they've now counted. Right, oh, what? So they saved them up for today? Yeah, basically. Oh, right. It's, well, see, they, they never counted them in the past, and they may go over. Well, so there were only 111 deaths in the last How many more then? I don't know. They, they might find but, other uh, cases. You always know on a Monday, don't they trust the figures, because they're always skewed with because of weekend reporting. Some of the lesser, you know, hotels. Anyway, it's, it's not a pandemic. Problem. No, but you're talking about spikes. So, uh, at the moment, to be fair, I've lost all faith in this government and the reporting of it. So, it's not a political podcast, Nigel. No, yeah, no I'm not being now. political. I'm not. I'm not saying well, you I'm are. You mentioned the, the government. Person. As they're not being political, well, they're the people putting the figures out, aren't they? 
you know? Well, they're not. They only do what, what um, to be fair, actually, it's the NHS and Public Health England yeah. that give figures. They, oh. The government don't sit there and go through death certificates to be absolutely fair. Yeah, and they don't make Any, anyway. yeah, Are you looking forward to the football? Both of you? I am, yeah. I yeah, am. I can't actually. wait, yeah. I can't wait, yeah. I know a lot of people going, it doesn't matter, but actually... Well, we don't know yet. I, I don't think there's people saying that. Understand. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it or not or what. But let's be honest. If we would have, um, this time of year, we'd, we'd generally be watching football on the TV anyway, wouldn't we, be it Euros or World Cup. I'm not one that go to these events. So, I mean, maybe that might help it, if you know what I mean. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's, it's it's whether you can cope with the lack of fan crowd. If you've not watched the German football, it's it's a bit. Once you start watching, the more games you watch, the more natural it sort of becomes. If you get me drift, yeah. Someone told me they part music. The crowd sound in. Was that not true? I think what it <laughs> is. No, a different. In, I don't know if it was in America. BT Sport take the the non-crowd piped feed. So I think the Bundesliga were giving two feeds, one with piped crowd sounds and one with no piped crowd sounds. And BT Sport are only taking non-pipes feed. Okay. I'm just going to play Maiden over it when I'm watching it. <laughs> we're going to come back to that because we're going to talk about Denmark later. Let, let's just finish on... Uh, the Premier League. So the good news of the Premier League is um, no positive tests in the fourth round. So yesterday announced that out of 1,000 tests through the Premier League players and staff, 50 people from each um, team, uh, there were no positive tests for the first time. I think 12 from the previous three rounds, if I remember rightly, uh, six on the first one, uh, Burnley assistant manager won uh, Watford player, two staff and, and two people in an unnamed club. The second test, if I remember rightly, was four um, from uh, one from Bournemouth, a player unnamed uh, someone else. No, it was two, um, one from Bournemouth and one from an unnamed club. And the last one was four from three clubs, again, all unnamed. That's your 12. None this time, which is good round. The Championship have announced... Uh, Five uh, from two rounds of testing, uh, three from Fulham, unnamed, and two from Hull City. Um, so, I, I, look, I think it's as good as you're going to get. You know, if if they're not having any tests, they're being tested twice a week. So it sort of says that, you know, if there's one or two, I think it's sustainable. Interestingly, uh, while we're talking about that, League Two is, I don't know if you know this, but League Two have cancelled their season. Um, they uh, have voted to uh, solve their or, or their final positions want to be resolved by unweighted points per game. Uh, they've agreed that, um, although the t- <laughs> they have asked for relegations to be suspended out of the Premier out of the League Two for this season. I'm not sure how well. I don't think the down. National League's going to like it. No, but but that's what they've asked. League One have not decided yet, but it looks like they're going to cancel as well. League One have been threatened by Stevenage. Uh, again, they would use unweighted point per game. Stevenage have, have threatened to, to sue them 
if they decided by points per game. So they're yet, they've, they've said they're going to consult further. Uh, and obviously the championship um, have started today, uh, contact training for the first time. So they're a little bit behind us. They, they're probably going to start a week after us on the 9th, no, 17th. So 20 something. Is it 20th? Yeah. Of, and they can't, apparently three Charlton players have said then we're not going to play. Not because they're, they're infected, because they don't want to risk their their moves. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I, I know in the Premier League, obviously, everybody's returned to training. So Troy Dean is returned and all his colleagues. No one's not training in the Premier League now, um, as far as I'm aware, anyway, um, as been reported. Interesting thing, because, you know, we, we still could go down. Um, uh, the Championship are discussing, I don't know if you've heard this story, they're discussing having a North and South uh, League next year because obviously there's 24 teams and obviously the that's championship a lot of are. the championship are, yeah. Mm. So, so they're discussing with the EFL of, of a South and a North. Each one top of the league would get automatic promotion to the Premier League and the um, next two places down would then enter a playoff uh, to get the the third and final place, to cut down on travel and cut down on fixtures, because they think by the time they finished all their fixtures and they try and get in another season, it's not going to be possible, and they want to reduce the amount of travel as well. If that happened and West Ham go down, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. We'd only have twenty two fixtures, so we'd lose sixteen fixtures because obviously we usually get thirty eight. We'd only have 11 home games. Actually, in the championship, you get 46 fixtures. So you're not Sorry? In a championship. Yeah, not, not if you've cut the um, if, if you cut the championship in half, you don't. No, but you just said we would have had 38 when actually if we'd have been relegated. No, 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 38 in the Premier League, I was talking. No, no, but we've been relegated out of the Premier League on your if, premises. If we get relegated out of the Premier League. So we should have had 46 games, but we won't. Yeah, I'm saying there's a chance that we will have to pay in Championship South. I can't see that, but I could imagine that they'll have, they could have. See, I, I actually think that the, this is now the time for football to reorganise itself a bit better, especially with Division 1 and Division 2, and that they could go back to the old format of North and South, um, which I think, Eric, used to be up until the 60s. So you had Division 1, which would be the Premier League, Division 2, Division 3, North, Division 3, South. So the lower league teams never played Northern teams if they were from the South, unless it was in the FA Cup. And that's obviously, you know, saved the clubs a lot of money in travelling the expenses, blah, 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 blah. And I think, you know, that makes no sense for a club like Exeter to have to pay out to go play Carlisle. Yeah. So well, I, I I did a little research and it's not perfect, but I said a Southern League could see West Ham play uh, Norwich because I think they would be relegated, um, Aston Villa, Birmingham, Brentford, Bristol City, Charlton, Fulham, Luton, Millwall, QPR, and Reading. Yeah, that's a lot of crowd that gets taken across the country. Though I mean, not everyone's going to be happy with that. I mean, if you're Preston North End, you want West, you want West Ham up there. Well, not, you'd want Villa up there as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's why I don't think, that's why I'd, I'd be surprised for the championship to 
to do that. I mean, how do you then decide who gets promoted to the Premier League? Was it the well, top of each division? The top of each division, and then the next two places, second and third, enter a four-way north versus south playoff position. Yeah, I see. The uh, that's the thing. So you could you could get up in the you know the team that finishes fifth in in like uh, division south could have more points than the team that finishes yeah. third in the north but the team that finishes third wins the playoff and goes up yeah. you know they, they are... uh, unprecedented times look i don't usually look at other divisions and it's not a, a, an efl podcast but i did have a look using the ppg method the unweighted one uh swindon town from league 2 swindon town and crew alexandra would be promoted they haven't decided how the playoff places would be agreed um Macclesfield Town Morecambe and Stevenage uh would face relegation why well, uh, two go down oh is it two sorry but then I got that wrong then so it would be um it would be Morecambe and Stevenage face relegation shows you how much I know about league yeah. two um in league one Rotherham and Coventry would get promoted to championship yeah uh it, it is three that goes down from league one though isn't it only this season normally it's four yeah Tranmere, yeah south end and bolton are the ones facing relegation right. there. the only the only reason three go down this year and and this is the thing where the, there's this anomaly that if in league one if league one decided to void the season it'd be quite Strange because they're voiding a season where they've got a team called Berry that have been voided. So, therefore, if the fans of Berry are reforming their own football club as they are in the process of doing, um, if the league does get voided, would they not be kind and let Berry back in the new Berry? But you know, they won't. I don't see it happening. Just to finish off, Championship, obviously, we should all know Leeds and West Brom would get promoted because they're, they're at the top if the season doesn't end. Probably will even if it starts again. Uh, Charlton, Luton and Barnsley are the ones in the relegation spots at the moment to League One. I was surprised at Charlton. I didn't know they were that far down. And Luton. Well, they're boxed about between the bottom three and, and, and the places just below, uh, above it. Um, They've got money trouble, haven't they? Um, basically, very quick. I know it's not a Charlton podcast, but the the bloke that came in and bought out Roland Dushart, some Arab, he appointed a football agent to be the chairman or an ex-football agent to be the chairman. That agent then fell out with the owner and the owner pulled all his money out. Whether he actually had the money, we don't really know. And now it looks like the ex-owner of Swansea, Hugh Jenkins, could be buying into Charlton. All right. Interesting. There you go. Uh, in the playoff zone, I don't know how they work, but you've got Fulham, Brentford, Notts County, sorry, Notts County, Notts Forest, and Preston North End all in the championship playoff spaces as it is at the moment, if it was points per game ended. How, how are you, if you end it on points per game, how will you actually work off a championship place? I don't know. Do you pull straws? Do you do lots? Do you do a lottery? I don't know how you do it. Or do you just give it to the third place, which I think is Fulham? Well, no, you got to play the playoffs, haven't you? Yeah, you got to play. No, no, it. If, no, no, no. If if no, like League One and Two, League One and Two are going to play no games. Yeah, but the, the the championship are playing the games. 
Well, you, you, you hope so, but, but they haven't actually started yet, and there's still a lot of ums and ahs. And, but it's still a, a valid question for League 2 and League 1 as well. How are they going to do the playoffs? You don't play games, but you do play playoffs? Maybe you do. I don't know. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, it's difficult. There'll be a lot of upset clubs, because I was just looking quickly. So sixth spot to last in the playoffs is Preston on 56. Swansea in eleventh from fifty three. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, look. Some people are going to be disappointed. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about money. Uh, one of the things the Premier League spoke about was uh, they apparently the Premier League clubs already own three hundred and forty million in rebates, but apparently that can be halved. And this will show you why we're starting football on the seventeenth of June, as I think I said last week. For every week past the seventeenth. Uh, the, the 12th went by, another 36 million was due to the broadcasters. And the reason is, officially, within the contract with Sky and BT, etc., and all the other broadcasters, the actual season ends on the 2nd of August. And therefore, the more games you can finish by the 2nd of August, the less rebates. And apparently, if we can finish in the current, what I've just mentioned, the, the games on, on that frequency of 16 games a week we will have completed the majority of games by the 2nd of August um, and only a, a hundred, uh, it will be half to 170 million. And apparently BT Sky and all the other broadcasters have said that could be deferred over two years. So in other words, the, all the clubs get their full money and broadcasting money this year and that 170 million, which will be split over the 20 Premier League clubs with the high, the bigger clubs paying more, would be deferred and be played over the second and third year of the, the TV deal. Which which sounds a sensible way forward, doesn't it? We always knew it was about the money. Yeah, we always knew it was about the money. Yeah. I, I don't um, give a shit what they earn and what they lose. Sodom. Um, who? who? The, the broadcasters? Any, yeah, anyone. But we're, about to come, we're about to move on to... West Ham story and funny enough a lot of people have asked me the question of well, why can't we if there's going to be behind uh, closed doors why can't we have a, a season ticket for the club to watch all games and what do you think my answer was Len? What do I think the <laughs> what, what, you know, what do you think my answer was to the person who asked me that Oh sorry who asked you? Someone asked me on Twitter a fan. I was talking about the club, a fan right, yeah, okay. asked me why if if this season gets paid behind closed doors and most or some of next season. Yeah. Why we can't just, why the club can't provide in, in lieu of their season ticket okay. streaming okay. service. Well, the club don't own the rights to the football, yeah, their, own, their, own, right. their own product. Brilliant. There, there is a, you're right. There is a three year deal and with Sky and BT and they you don't want to give anything away from free. It would ruin their business model. So when people yeah. go, it's a little bit naive, but go, well, you know, clubs could just stream it to fans and do a, an online season ticket holder um, to, to get streaming. They don't own the rights to their own products. No. Uh, Len is absolutely right. And, and guess what? They're not going to make it easy. They're not going to make it easy for clubs to sell streaming rights. And they're not going to play ball um, because they want to they wanna look after their own business model. And they've got another two years of this. So, so nothing's going to happen on that grounds. Anyway... The, uh, what's happened today is on the 20th of May, West Ham made an announcement of their season ticket refund policy. 
that they would do the right thing and everyone would get a choice of um, a refund or they hope people would take the credit. They said a week later um, that information, more information would be provided um, once the Premier League confirmed the season was going to start. Now, unfortunately, that announcement was due on Friday. The Premier League announced it very, very late after the ticket office had closed at six o'clock that the Premier League would start on the 17th. So they didn't have enough time to send the emails out. Um, Today, uh, people have started to notice that money, I don't know if used to, have seen the money going into a club cash account. Um, And they, through... Uh, West Ham Help, who's West Ham Support Services, explained, yes, money's going into people's accounts, ready for a communication and email tomorrow to tell people how to get their refunds. Typically, there's been a little backlash on social media, saying, what what the hell's going on? I thought they were going to give us a cash option. My understanding is the club will absolutely give a cash option for data protection reasons and technical reasons in the way they had to do this. They have to credit the money somewhere first and then give you the option whether you want to cash it out. Again, they want you to leave the money in. Of course they guess do. What? We're talking, we're talking, you know, over 8 million quid with the corporate and the, um, the season ticket money. Um, that, that's, that's a month's wages. You know, even with putting, you know, I was talking to Nigel earlier, outgoings for West Ham is over £15 million a month. Right when when you look at the wages, when you look at what we still owe on players, etc. So even the thirty million pound they put in the rights issue, that's gone in two months. Bang bang, gone. Right. So you know we would usually have an inflow of about twenty seven million pound in season ticket renewals right now. They haven't got that. They don't know when they're going to get it or if they're going to get it. So they really hope. Um, that no, you know, not everyone takes eight million pound out of the bank tomorrow. Um, my, my understanding is everyone will get an email telling them all they have to do is ring the ticket office and ask for a refund, and, and they get money returned to, to the card that they they made the purchase on. Um, Nigel, do you, it's fair enough, isn't it? What what West Ham have done? Well, no. Let's get this right. They've put the money in the accounts and then they've told people. So straight away, they've they've caused themselves a bit of a problem because unnecessarily where the proper thing to do is tell the people first what you're doing so you don't confuse people. And let's get this right. They've only released it on their Twitter account or Twitter help, whatever. Yeah. When, well, I've rerun but, it on Clarence you, obviously. Well, yeah, but they could have just sent an email out. It ain't that hard, yeah. Yeah, but we know, you know, that that how thick they are. So, well, I think that's a bit unfair, Nigel. No, it's not. Or do we go down the road? It's all about communication. Not um, it is about. Sometimes you can over communicate. Should we tell the the people our sausages are made in this case? Yeah. Right. Well, then don't then don't say I'm being a bit unfair on them. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I love your friends. Yeah. Um, look, I think West Ham out did the right thing by announcing eventually, eventually at five o'clock 
whether the left hand knew what the right hand was doing about, you know, their partners, Ticketmaster and another company, I can't remember the name, that were doing the processing to move into Club Cash. Um, look, at the end of the day, everyone could get the money out that want to get the money out. Yeah, but all, all they've done is just created a bit of, there's going to be people sitting there going, well, what do I do? I don't know. And then there's going to be people sitting there who don't really care at you thinking, oh, I want to take the cash, but they've given me this. And they don't realise yeah. that there's do an email what? coming some out tomorrow. Not even sent, some clubs have not even sent emails to every supporter. They've just quietly put it on the website, their own official website, and just hoping people don't read yeah, it. But, I, but that's finger pointing. That, that's saying, I don't worry that we've done it wrong. Look at them over there. That's deflecting the blame, finger yeah. pointing, I call that, yeah? yeah? I don't worry about other clubs, Sean. I just yeah. worry about West Ham. At, at the end of the day, you know, 10, 11 years, even longer, some of these people have worked West Ham that run these departments, Yeah. How long do they need before they get it right? Because it, it's something after something after something. There's always something they're doing wrong. When do they ever have a season where they do it right off the field? When will they finally get it right? They've had enough time to get the people in place. You you know me. I'm I'm not one to be shy of telling them where I think they could communicate better. Yeah, but don't you get fed up of telling them? Um, In all seriousness, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, I do. No, that's what look, I'm saying, I, you know. I don't want to go in. You you know the stories. Look, I, I'm I'm not shy in telling people where I think they haven't got their finger on the pulse or they don't actually know how something's going to be perceived. Um, Honestly, I, I do wonder. I, I mean, I know I give people stick for not being West Ham fans. I actually question whether they're football fans or whether they've gone into this career because it could be a lucrative way of making money. Well, West Ham don't pay the best, if I'm honest. No, but but then but because surely if you understand the way football fans behave, you wouldn't have done it. Of course, you wouldn't have. At any club, you would know that in football fans of any club, if you're expecting a refund and all of a sudden it's, it, it goes in as a digital money on, or an account on the West Ham's website, naturally you're going to think, oh, they ain't giving cash refunds in. What's the club up to? So the communication people need to start having a look at themselves again. But it's the same people at the top and nothing changes. And that's why it's still the same old clusterfuck. I, I think we live in unprecedented times. I'm not yeah, trying to I know. Unprecedented yeah. times. But even when it ain't unprecedented, they get it wrong, Sean. So they've got no defence because we can pick them apart left, right and centre. Look, you put me in a difficult possession, c- position. I know, that's you know, what I'm saying. My friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, you that's don't find the hand that feeds you, right? <laughs> I don't, I don't eat from their trough. So, <laughs> talking of that, let's talk. Let's get back to Zoomgate. Zoomgate. Um, so, um, we talked about Zoomgate. Uh, Nigel, idea on Zoom went round the world. Uh, the headline said uh, West Ham in talks with supporters. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of people got upset with that, and not just uh, media people. Um, I hear the Premier League were none too impressed, <laughs> Nigel. I hear certain supporters <laughs> group were none too impressed either. <laughs> just a text. Problem to cause. Just and a I went, text. And I, I went, it, but I never said we were in talks. It was the 
Daily Express and the Daily Mirror and everybody else who repeated it and said they were in talks. I never said they were in talks. And so that's one way you had to get me to read Clarity and you in it because I had to go and double check what you'd wrote. And Premier actually, League. You didn't write that West Ham Premier were in Premier League contacted West Ham and just go, oh my God, really? It was a bit of a joke that got a bit out of hand, but there you go. It wasn't a joke. It was your idea. And, and the reason I'm talking about it again um, is... Uh, your your idea is being used by the Danish Super League. Now, actually, Nigel sent me this again, and I wrote another article um, on that website. I'm, I've got to stop mentioning it because people go, um, but um, yeah, so, but I hear, and someone, when I wrote this story, went, Nigel didn't come up with this idea. The Danish mentioned it two days before Nigel, and therefore we think that Nigel nicked the idea from the Danish to begin with. Yeah, no, I didn't I'm, the idea. I'm well up with the Danish league, aren't I? So any, anyway, uh, for those who don't know... But can I just point out, Danish... how did I know the Danish league? Because someone sent me that today to say, look, Nigel, someone's picked but up. It, the funny thing is, and, and I have I have run this on, on the parent you today, so if you want to have a look, um, I said, uh, Danish supporters use Zoom to be part of the action for Super League, uh, Superliga game in Denmark on Thursday. Uh, thousands of fans uh, joined on Thursday evening at Sears Park between, I'm not going to pronounce uh, <laughs> the, two, the two, but actually there's a video there, a YouTube video. I uploaded the, the video to YouTube and it, and it looks really good, doesn't it, Nigel? Yeah. It actually shows all these people all around the ground on these screens they erected. Well, they actually um, put the screens next to the pitch, didn't they? They did, they did. They actually put special screens they say crowd noise was piped into the match. Um, uh, and, yeah, I, I, I thought it was actually, it showed how it could work and the Danish have used it. Um, so, yeah. There, there was another story, wasn't there? I didn't quite get it, that something about Germany and the, the Allianz Stadium. Was that, was that your, your idea as well, Nigel? You, you tweeted something about it? Uh. Did I? You did. You went. Something Khan said. I think. It was oh probably. yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, but obviously it weren't me, you idiot. It was Oliver Khan in Germany. So. Yeah, I, I got that. Yeah. Oh right. Um, as, uh, talking before we move on to the last bit of the um, running order because we're nearly done. We're nearly at nine. Uh, as the pie mash business, do you want, do you want to tell us and give a little plug for? Uh, Pie mash is back in town, Nigel. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, because the markets are closed, I thought they're open again from today. I f- well, um, our market's only a Saturday market for a start. All oh, right, okay. So it and be because of where our market is situated, there's uh, a couple of like big sort of supermarket or mini market type shops. We're not going to open up this ad in the market because we're not sure how they're going to control the people queuing. Because you have like six or seven shops where people queue on the precincts, and with the market in place at the weekend, um, that blocks up where people would queue. So then they will end up queuing in front of the market stalls. All right, yeah. So my wife's going to do the home delivery again, which was a success last week, to be fair. So I'll tell you what, Saturday, I... You were knackered, weren't you? I was knackered Saturday, yeah. I I, I had a lot of running around to do. Um, 
I was out. Surely you used a car. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. When I say running around, yeah, it's been a year since I've actually run. But, uh, yeah, but in, in the van doing the deliveries, them, um, them, you know, them food delivery people, I tell you, they must knock some jobs out to make some money. Yeah. Um, Are you going to carry that on, Nigel? Is, is, is it giving you ideas for the future? Because you've all got to adapt, you know. Well, yeah. yeah so it was so successful. My wife was like, well, actually, I'll do the same this weekend rather than go to the market. So she, she, we, we switched the electric on to the, to the, the trailer on the drive and, and, and she sets it all up there ready to rock and roll for Saturday on the driveway. And then we have a few people that we know coming. We don't want too many coming to collect. Um, but only people we know. Big up to Jazz, though. Jazz, who drove all the way from Windsor. There you go. And wow. uh, unfortunately for him, he timed it pathetically wrong. Because if he <laughs> timed it when I was there, he would have got to see the shed. But he timed it when I was out in deliveries. I was back down in Plasto doing deliveries. Ah. Um, yeah. You know what you want to do, Nige? You want like an ice cream van, but a pie mash thing. So you've got like a pump full of mash. You pump out your mash out. Well, to be fair, it, it is something that we, we're going to probably look at is the next step is to go from having a tow-along trailer to getting yeah. a drive-along van rigged up. I don't know about... a because um, we, we've had people in the past ask us, can you come to this village? Can you come to that village? And there's a bit of us that thinks, well, we could go out one night a week and visit six or seven villages and, yeah. and, and you know, and say, right, we'll be with you at four o'clock. You, we'll be with you at five o'clock. And then the people mm. come out. Our mash tour. You know, the new normal. Apparently there's like fish and chip vans that do that out in the there sticks. Are. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm saying. So yeah, it's I just know. that same type of thing. So they cut to certain villages on yeah. certain days. So we'll see. Anyway, um, moving on. Uh, good luck with the business. Uh, one other thing on the back of Zoom. Spanish supporters offered virtual superimposed fans. And I nicked another Canning Town Len image uh, for Clarence Hugh saying La Liga fans could have the look of a FIFA EA video game. Um, apparently, the Spanish League are looking to add virtual crowds into the broadcast. So they're going to add, apparently, there will be an option for uh, for people at home to either watch with empty stadiums and no sound or piped-in sound and virtual crowds. you see that working, Len? How will that work? Mm. Uh, no. I don't know why you want to make it. It's a gimmick, man. I don't know why you want to make a sideshow of it. Just get the football done and then we move on with it. Oh, that reminds me. You know, last last week I, I said, you know, I could do an animation of me shagging um, Cindy Crawford that it's not real. Well, someone asked for a price for it. Someone sent me an email and said their, their brother's 50th birthday and he's always had a penchant for Daphne out of Scooby-Doo. He said, would you be able to animate it? Excellent. That's a job, isn't it? Well, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. I said 150. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, you know, there's a serious point to it, really. It's just sort of, do you need all these gimmicks? 
I mean, come on. Well, I guess I guess they want to give supporters choice and what the Spanish league are doing. Um, talking of that, so two more stories. One, one that I did a story in and Nigel's in, or told you right, and that's the German away trend. Um, I've been doing Super Six. Actually, I, I'm joint second, I think, in Super Six. How did you do at the weekend, Nigel, in Super Six? Uh, seven, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. Yeah, I did eleven or nine. Uh, Was it nine? And you, you did one in the week where you got zero, didn't you? I did and, it. And yeah. You and yeah, um, so yeah, that we, we do Super Six in a minute. But the, the thing I noticed is that the away, you I mean, there's hardly this. any home games at all. You noticed this, did you? Well, you say it came from you. Well, I, I did. I did search. mention this last week on the podcast. Yeah, I was probably looking at something else. So. Yeah. Um, but, but what I did, which you didn't do, is I looked at every single home game. Oh, I did. Uh, and that's the thing. Where you keep saying, well, what I did, what you didn't do. Last week, I turned around and told you that there'd been three wins out of 36 right. games. Or 34 yeah, well, games. I, I broke it down. So, so well, What, a three uh, wins out of 36 games? I think I had broke it down, didn't I? Well, I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't got this weekend because I've I, I just gone. But I think there were only three home wins. Um. So, in the first weekend, uh, there were, uh, I think there was only one home win, three draws, and five away wins. Is that right? Russia, Russia Dormant was the only one who won. Um, there were five home wins in 29 fixtures, is what I've got. Um, then last weekend, not the last weekend, weekend before that, two home wins. Uh, Berlin and Bayern Munich, uh, six away wins, two draws, and then the midweek games, two home wins, uh, three away wins and five draws. And that, that took you up to Friday, so I haven't done that uh, as well. So that shows you a home win rate of 17.2%, but an away win of 48.2%. That's got to be some... That's not an anomaly, is it? That is some kind of bizarre trend is it not yes it it, it depends there, there has been some strange results but then yeah. i suppose if you look at them a lot i mean out of the five own wins i think either two or three of them have been by munich who are winning every game so yeah, you would strange. Them to i mean that, that's why you so scored zero yeah, when you strip Bayern Munich out of it, you know, there's there's not been that many. You know, like Schalke, Augsburg, the, the other, you know, the other day, Schalke lost 3-0 to Augsburg, who Reese Oxford plays yeah. for, and Augsburg were like lower middle, and Schalke were going to Champions League. Obviously, they don't know. They're falling away since they're done. Leverkusen, strong at home, lose 4-1 to Wolfsburg. Yeah. Um, quite a few draws. Um, well, this that, weekend, that's why I I sort of, I, instead of doing one nils, I sort of did all away wins, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which helped right. me score points because I, I saw how bad you were doing with zero in the week. Where it just you know, and I don't know anything about Bundesliga, so it's really tricky. So, two, so three home wins out of the nine fixtures, three home wins, and one of them was Bayern Munich. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, over so, this weekend, just got yeah. yeah. That's it. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about Super 6 later. But uh, my last story is about uh, a bit of a Hammers hero. And I've actually... Um, well, uh, let me tell you a story. I was approached, um, as I often am, saying, could we use your contacts in the club? Um, and I hope he's not listening, because it was sort of for the surprise. Um, but uh, I was contacted by a West Ham person uh whose wife works for Basildon Hospital. She works in the respiratory department. Um, so she's she's an NHS worker who's gone through a lot. And, and she made me aware of a chap called Colin Wilkinson. Have you, have you heard of this guy? No. Col- uh, Colin or Colin? Colin. No. And what Colin's done is for the last four weeks, he goes to Basildon Hospital and he claps every shift. He claps all of the workers in, and he claps all the workers out every day, come rain or shine, for the last 40 days. And this Wednesday is his last day. It's been agreed this is the last day he's going to do it. Uh, he's a season ticket holder, big West Ham fan. What have they done? Serve him an Asbo or something? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Stop coming. <laughs> Well, I think they just think, you know, it's he, he's done it 40 days and, you know, <laughs> you know. And, and look, I, I don't want to say too much just in case him and everything. Listen, but the, the staff really appreciate it. And I thought it was one of those human interest stories. And someone said, could you let the club know? Maybe the club could do something, et cetera. So, again, I don't want to go in and think before Wednesday. But Wednesday's the last day. Uh, well done. You know, you are a Hammers hero. Um, yeah, well done, Colin. Are, are the club uh, going to like clap him into the ground next time he comes? I, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not saying anything. Oh God. Anyway, uh, that's it. No, that's it for the the news roundup this week. Look at that under an hour, Sean. Well done, yeah, mate. I know, I know. Is there anything you dudes want to talk about before we go to our next section? Not really. Father's Day's coming up. <laughs> Father's Day. We. Yeah. How are you doing? How's, how's the portrait business going? Well, I was building up to that, like, like get an advert <laughs> and you're straightening. Oh, how's it going? It's going all right, thank you very much. Thanks and to everyone who's all Stadium portraits coming along. Oh, you're well behind. I can have a little top up while you're talking nonsense, if you like. All right, okay. You won't like the answer. You're well, getting I'm absolute hammering. At the moment, come on, <laughs> there was none before I started. I, I was number one, so I started. I, I think you might have five or six now. I did by now. Oh, I was hoping to get into double figures by now. I'm well into double figures with me Upton Park ones. People love the old girl. That's what people need to it. move on. People need to move on. No, no, people can do what they like. It's just a drawing, Sean. It's not real. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Just pixels, as you say. Yeah, yeah it's. People, they indulge people. It's nice to. Yeah, it's it nice is. to. It is. No, I think you offer really good service, and, and I'm glad. And there's a little bit of uh, envy, isn't there? When oh look, I've got a new. Yeah, profile. you've got one. I want one. Yeah, I want a profile yeah. like this. Yeah. That's right. That's what it is. Uh, and you've updated my profile. You you had a little bit of weight. I've noticed to my face. Well, you know, fair like, fair. You've made like, it slightly bit rounder. I know you put the glasses on. And the you thing said, is, oh, I need to put some glasses on because you wear glasses all the time. But I did notice you made my cheeks a little bit rounder. Got to be, you know, you keep using yourself as a poster boy, Sean, 
and it's not doing me any favours because, you know, you don't look like that. You're not that boyish, handsome and svelte. And people were thinking, oh, God, this guy's getting an expert. I, I hear, and I, I, I actually, I, I did a story about this today. I did about, I, I promoted a few podcasts. I promoted um, uh, um, Robert Snodgrass' podcast um, called Talking Tactics. It's about um, uh, mental health awareness. But I've also promoted one that I know you did an animation for, which is Chris Skull's. Yeah, it's a good podcast, that. It is. I listened to it. It's really funny. Carlton Cole and Melon, Marlon Harewood are hilarious. Did you uh, just call him Melon? Melon Harewood. <laughs> Melon, yeah, Melon <laughs> Harewood. Harewood. Um, he, he's hilarious. Uh, and what they talking, and they had Joe Cole on. And, and you know, um, Carlton Cole's always going, I can't believe you're telling everyone of this, but it's a really good podcast to listen to. It's That's on what's good about it, yeah. Uh, but my question is, uh, yeah. go and listen to it after you've listened to more than just a podcast. Um, did you make... Harewood's cheeks <laughs> slimmer. I did, yeah. Yeah, see, see, and your—that was true to life. But under pressure of an ex-player, you cave in. But if I try and put pressure, or oh, you made me a bit too fat, who cares about real life? You, every time I complain, you make me a little bit fatter. I'm just, you know, <laughs> I've had a good lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you ain't anyway. locked down. You've been going to work. Going to work each day. You're right. I'm allowed to go to. I'm going to give you a redraw. I just want to sort of. Basically, when he started, he he hadn't had a lot of work and he was a bit short of ink, right? But now the the offers have come flooding in. He's banked a bit of dough and he can afford just an ad draw you properly. Well, uh, my, my missus goes, oh, no, he hasn't got the fringe right. And, no, I ain't got the fringe right. But is this a lockdown fringe? Is this because you haven't quite cut your well, hair? No, she cut my hair. Funny thing is, she's been cutting really? my hair. Dear, yeah, she dear. Did. Went, for yeah. the, uh, went for the um, uh, Declan Rice look or yeah, uh, attempted. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, it's time for this. only took an hour yeah it's facebook twitter question time where we hope nigel remembered to ask a question earlier on facebook because i haven't asked him and you if he did ask you have remembered to give us questions that nigel may or may not answer nigel well norman why didn't you remind me did you not ask luckily i'm a professional (laughs) yeah (laughs) Show tonight, I said. So we know when it's back. So let us know your thoughts, questions, football's restart, anything else is welcome. I did it when I was at work. Uh, Maid Miriam, first up, he's got a question for George, but he's not here. He's got a question for John, but he's not here. Uh, So Len, uh, have you watched Last Dance on Netflix? No. Well, I started to watch it. Is it? No. Sorry, I'm getting totally confused. No. Last dance. No. Oh, okay, yeah. that's good. And then, do you think that our up-and-coming games will be quite spooky with the sound of the players echoing around the soulless bowl? Is that for me as well? Yeah. You're now John. Yeah, I, I mean, I suppose that will, yeah. Yeah. 
That's, yeah. that's how I like the question. Do you think we're going to read the swear words? I'm right? yeah. back at you one. Yeah. Who do you fancy? Who do you, you think's got the biggest potty mouth? Well, to be do fair, we a lot of them are foreigners, isn't it? So they're swearing yeah. in a foreign language. We ain't going to bleed I, in no I are reckon. We? I reckon uh, Nobes is a bit sweary. I reckon so as well. Oh, I know you's definitely sweary. Oh. Snodgrass. Yeah, but he's foreign, he, he isn't he? He's yeah. Premier League uh, drug testers. So, yeah, oh, dear. All that Al-Qaeda knew and, you know. Have you heard him on, on the podcast? No. It, yeah, it's, it's it's a bit like listening to Frank Lampard at times. Uh, Frank Lampard. Frankie Mac at times. Oh, yeah. right. Uh, I've got question for Sean. Uh, was the original email from West Ham a complete waste of time? As we all knew games would be behind closed doors, so why did they postpone letting us know what we would get back for our tickets? Because I, I think every club did this and said, depends what the when the, the, the Premier League finally agree it's going to be played behind closed doors. That happened at Friday at 6pm. So they and, waited until it was official. Clubs, when, when other clubs announced it, it was depending on the um, Premier League confirming it. Right, okay. So almost no one was paying out. It's a bit like bookmakers who pay out early. I think Man City paid out, you know, pay out early before the stewards' inquiry, but everyone else did. So it wasn't a race to who, who announced the policy. It was when the Premier League announced the games would be behind closed doors. I know that might sound defensive, but it's a trick. All right, okay. cheers, for that, Sean. Uh, and, and the my question was: With my German heritage, does it concern me that by the look of the Super Six scores, the country bumpkin Dodsey knows more about German football than you? Uh, no, I well, think we got he, lucky. He, he did really well at the weekend. Yeah. Dodsey's like number eighth in the top ten. I think maybe yeah. we should do. Well. Uh, we, um, we, I, I might have a quick look and just look at what the, what the German um, results have been, rather than the whole season. Uh, there we go. And then Dodsey's piped up uh, a few times, but he's put this, might be too late. Club cash has just been updated by the club and all he got was 60 quid. So it looks like they've messed up there as everyone is getting different amounts according to sources. I will no. answer that for Dodds. Um, they're still updating club cash. Yeah, the 60 true. quid possibly could have been your Spurs away tickets. Yeah, yeah, they are. So you may find that you'll then or get previous added. ones if you sold any others, by yeah. the way. So like like I did. Yeah. I, I did some calculations, right, if you're interested. No. So Nick Harvey goes I, hang on, I did these just just You said it we're interested, we're not. Well well other people might be interested. Then so you're interested. You want... No. No. Right. Nick Harvey. Evening tents. <laughs> Can't believe I listened to two and a half hours last week and was still laughing at the end. And they fucking we next. I can't believe it either. Someone asked for another hour. Oh, so it was an hour too short. Uh, the, 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 the season restarting hopefully means that Claret and Spew might have fewer stories. One can but hope. We, we're, we're working on him, Nick. Uh, shocked that there was no mention of Brady out last week. Uh, so the message needs to be loud and clear this week. Brady out. Brady out. Yes. And the big question for you guys, will we survive? And how on earth will Diver and Dave cope with having five substitutes each match? <laughs> That's a good uh, question. Right, one question answer. Will we survive, Lynn? 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, uh, I Yeah. All right. Thanks for that. Don't sound too confident, do I? <laughs> so, will we yes. survive? Yes. 100% yes. Yes. We can't does. be 100% yes. Well, it is 100%. I know dithering like you did. 100% yes. I said yes eventually. Well, it's a wavering yes, if I'm honest. Uh, look, the problem, I'm, let me tell you why I'm a little bit dithering. Who's the, who do you think he's going to pick the start at 11? Have you got confidence in him? Cold. We have all this choice. We'll we'll, we'll cover that later because I think someone's all asked right. that starting. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Nick finishes with Brady out. Are you? Yeah, you aren't. Are we going to survive? Uh, no. Uh, Dave Jones. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Ziggy starts. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll be playing in the football league South Division. Uh, Says, uh, oh, Ziggy says, evening all. Part of me hasn't missed football at all. But now I know it's starting. I am starting to take more interest. So we'll be watching the West Ham games. That's good of you. Uh, I don't have Sky, so may have to do a month subscription if that's where the games will be. Sean, turn your fans off. I personally will just let my season ticket money apply to next season. But do you... Honestly, think there will be a next season in the true sense with fans in the LS? It's a good question. And, yeah. and one I, I, I attempted to answer earlier on Twitter to someone who asked it and said, well, you know, if I'm going to leave my money in, how do I know there will be a next season? What I said was, look, um, that money will roll over as long as, you know, if, it, if, it, if there is no, worst case scenario, if there is no um, supporters next season, it will roll over to the following season. Well, look, um, the way I see it, if they're opening pubs up in July, then we'll be having football in September or October with yeah. fans. Now, now they're opening pubs in July. That's what they want. Yeah, but hang on a minute. There is another scenario, which may be forced by the government, which says, "Yeah, pubs may open, but they may put a limit on mass gatherings and may put a limit on stadiums." So. You know, sixty thousand stadium. They may say, "Well, you know, you you can't have more than twenty five thousand people or ten thousand people or whatever." So there is still a scenario where the government may impose 
mass gatherings. Well, look, they did jack them. shit about a march through London at the weekend, right? And which looked to me like a mass gathering around Trafalgar Square for me. Have, have you seen what uh, West Ham Twitter have done this evening? Yeah, I've seen it. That don't bother me, I'm, to be I'm, fair. I'm, I, I have a bit of a problem that it gets sort of into politics, you know. Uh, we we'll all agree oh, yeah, with civil it's, rights it's, and everything else, it, but it's, it's, it, it's being it's seen to being seen. That's what it is. But then again, I, I don't want it, to. It's hard for me. I find it difficult as a white person to knock pe- black people and the way they respond to things like that because I've never had to live through it. To be fair. Well, yeah, the worst yeah, thing I, I get I, is people spell my last name wrong and it annoys the bejesus out of me, you know, but that's just four letters. It's a bit like in 2012 right. where, you know, the, um, the the death of Mark Duggan uh, led to riots in um, all over London. You, you're, you've got to distinguish between the two. You're always going to get people piggying back onto that that will use but that, that was as a, lot a of reason. in the end. And yes. what I don't understand, and I don't, it's not political, etc. And I was talking to my daughter of this, who, who wanted to go on a march, and she's 17. And I went, okay, as, as long as you know about the black rights and civil rights, you understand what it is. But, you know, this has existed, persecution, everything, racism, etc. But it takes one video, and people start looting and firebombing. And you see videos of uh, black Americans saying, but you've destroyed my whole livelihood. And, uh, you know, there are always two sides of it. And I just, I just go into, and look, again, it's not a political podcast. No, but if she can get me a set of Reebok classics, I'll sort her out cash. <laughs> but I, I but just anyway. thought, is it, should football teams be um, endorsing political messages, I guess, is is uh, is my concern. You know, if if it's black li- uh, black rights, what what else should should or shouldn't they be involved in? Uh, where, where does it begin and end with football, is, is my concern. But football's gone down that line, hasn't it, already? Yeah, maybe. So, anyway, um, Dodsey, he says, All right, my handsomes. He says, Two and a half hours of a podcast or three episodes of The Last Dance. I've not seen it. Or watch The Irishman on Netflix. Uh, what a choice you gave us last week, Sean and Nigel. He says, Nigel, do I need any help with Super Six? You can piss off taking the piss out of me just because you've got 19 points. Uh, Sean, do you believe Top Scum will give us our money back? I think you've already got it, Dodds. That's your 60 quid, uh, as you say, 60 quid. What's the score with Lanzini? Lanzini's uh, training. Um, That's what so... the score is, Dodds. And three of the other four Invisible Mill men you discussed last week have arrived back. And Nigel, football's back. Get in. Fuck relegation battle. Here we come, he says. Question for Sean says our friend and the Sunday night king of Voxpot, it's Asterios Arkiriaku, cuckoo-cuckoo-cuckoo-cuckoo. Mr. Skibbity-bop-bop-bop-bop. Jazz, cool jazz, yeah. Like money scouts. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Why does CNH write so many stories each week when most of them are the same but slightly reworded? To get idiots like you to read them still, to be fair. That's not true. No, you it's know, not we, true. You're not an idiot still. That's not true. <laughs> we don't repeat. Sorry? We don't repeat. In the same week, we would not repeat a story. I, I'd like In the same wrong. week, all right. So, oh, it's a different week. I, I was just going to go, how many Zoom articles have you done? But Yeah, but they're all, they've all got a theme. But you're right. In the second week, I might do something and repeat. That's, that's just good... Um, 
That's just good recycling, I think. Yeah, all right. And basically, here he goes. He said, can you pick your starting lineup for Wolves? He's, he's given us his. Uh, he's gone Fabianski, Ngakia or Johnson, uh, Oggy, uh, Diop, Creswell, or Johnson, if Cresy is still worried. If so, Frederick's right back and Johnson left back. Yeah, you've nailed it still. Uh, Bowen, Suchek, Rice, Fornells, Anderson or Antonio, and Aller. He's done well there, hasn't he? Yes. I mean, he, the only, Who knows? Well, the only person he ain't picked is bloody Zabaleta. That's not 11. He's picked 14 players there. <laughs> Dear, I've, I've just checked, by the way. Mm. Um, Super Six. Yeah. Just looking at, at, at um, who do you reckon is number one? Kevin Fowler. No, just just this month. So it's just Super Six. So in the league. Dodsey. It's Dodsey. Yeah, yeah we've got to be up for that. Points. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's done well. Yeah, well done. I'm eleventh. You're 22nd. Oh, that's better than 50 off where I am normally, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are outperforming. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Trap, friend of the show. Uh, you're right, Lou, but he's not a friend of... Has Sean severed his ties with Huge yet? Uh, since Huge has spread so much negative about the Ngakius saga, I was hoping he would leave by mutual consent. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen, Lou, to be fair. I was so hoping the season would be scrapped, boo to you and for once we would get a bit of luck but no we have to play and we'll now be relegated I guarantee it well he's Mr Happy and he's looking at relegation get prepared for championship football next year dear oh dear cheer up take your dog for a walk son make make you a bit happy Uh, evening peeps or hello Evening, Pips. It's a Belinda. Hakiki Haki Hiletis. The League a Goddess eh, from a Forest Gate. Well, I am excited for the start of the football, even if it's behind closed doors. Will Wilshire and Yarmolenko be available for the squad, Sean? Yeah, both right. of them are training. What do you full. think our starting 11 will be? Well, we've done yeah. that, Bill, because Stel yeah. beat you too. No, that was Stelios' starting 11. Oh, well, go on, give us your starting what? 11 in. Come on in. No, not me. I wouldn't. Does it, look, me and Stelios, it doesn't matter who we pick. No. Who is Moyes picking? This is what's worrying me with Wilshire and Yarmouth. Hang on a minute. Who's don't, don't, don't they pick themselves? Who is his, who, no, who is his favourite 11? We've got no idea. Yeah, we have. Two spells he's had here. He's never had a fresh side. Right. Who's his favourite 11? If you look at it, right, and only he knows how they're training, but Fabianski goes in goal, right? Right. If they're fit, you've got... Hang on, no, he said he's on a downward. Who said that? You said in one of your articles... Oh, no, don't believe that. Don't believe that. Don't believe that. It wasn't my article. You said he was on on a... No, I think that was someone else's article to say he was on a downward trajectory, but uh, he's still the number one keeper. You've got. I, know the he is. I don't need him you've to got tell me that. Diop, right? You've got. You've. The, the, I guess you've got to bring Fredericks back in. I'm. I'm not sure Ingakia starts. Sab. Um. And and you you have Cresswell. Um. Uh. Obviously Rice is a. You know. You, you put Suchek in. You put um. Uh. You put Bowen in. You put Elair in. You put Henderson in. Who am I missing? Noble. 
Bowie. Uh, you left him out. Yeah, I put did. Bowie in already. Who does he pick? No, I, I think you pick the how the season ended. As long as, long as you know, in in the form we were when we played Arsenal, you look at that team and say, if they are still fit and the best players in training, then that's the team you put in, the team that faced Arsenal. Time will tell, won't it, really? I bet you it's not too far away with a team that lost 1-0 against Arsenal. Do you think? So, Who else? That you know, you're not going to put Yamalinski, Gakia, Diop, Ogbonna, Creswell, Bowen, Noble, Rice, Fournells, Antonio, Alla, and Such. No. You never mentioned Fournells. Yeah, right? I should have put Fournells yeah. in. I should have put Fournells in. Well, how many Yamis are you going to pick then? This is well, it. You well, don't I know. Think, I think they're the same team as that, but Gakia dropped for Fredericks. Mm. Right. Okay. All right. What, happens? what happens? What happens? Okay. We're playing Wolves. Now, I don't know how, but since they've come up, we've never fancied our chances of beating them, and so it's turned out. So let's say we have a spirited attempt against Wolves, but lose, because somehow they're a better team than us. Mm. And then he makes changes based on what happened there. We we already lost the game. Then he might make... Then he, then he may. Then who we got after Wolves? We got Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly, you know, you you're we're looking at you know a totally different kettle of fish because we got no away support at Tottenham. He makes changes there. Let's say he gets that wrong. We've had we're two games in. Right? I don't expect to 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 get more than you know a point out of those two games. If I'm honest. No. Let's say we get zero, right? Because that's what Mark Lawrenson would say. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Let's say we get zero points there, and suddenly we're in the bottom three, knowing that this could all stop any minute and the trap door could open. Yeah, yeah, agreed. You hummed and on and still said yes. That's why I'm saying it. Because in the long term, I'm thinking, long term, we should have enough, judging what we see at the Arsenal game and a couple of games before. But it's not that that time anymore. Because sometimes momentum helps you pick a team. Remember when Allardyce had no choice but to play um, Sacco and Valencia? And we were great. And he had the choice, when he had a full full complement to choose from, he bunked Carroll up and we were pumping balls up and we never looked like we were going to win another game. I'm worried that right. he could fall into that category. Well, here's a quick way of doing it, yeah? So, away games. Now, we're not that great away, are we? So, this is our away games. Man United, Newcastle, Norwich and Spurs. What do we get out of that? We win every one. We're going to take the German effect that we win away games. We don't know. Home advantage is lost, Nigel. They've all got fresh teams. All right, the Norwich game can go either way. But I've got a totally fresh Man United team with a manager who's learning every single... He's not the best manager, but he's, you know, he, he's got a completely fresh squad now and he I, knows I, he wants to play. Stay up, I think we've got to win four games. And the four games they've got a target are Norwich, Villa, Watford, Burnley. And yeah. three of them are at home. Well, I don't think it matters home or away, to be fair in this thing. They're the four games you've got to target. The problem you get, Burnley ain't, uh, ain't 
easy. Watford was sort of, they'd peaked, but maybe dropping back. But now they may peak again. You know, Norwich play a good attacking football who could embarrass us. And generally, we don't do that great at Carroll Road recently. Um, from memory, having been to the last few times, I swear we've lost the last few times. We might have had a draw once. Um, so, yeah, it's all up in the air, basically. It, it? is. Anyway, we've probably digressed right, yeah. from Scott Crosland, uh, Super Scott, says he doesn't see how this really is a continuation of the same competition. It'll always be tainted, no matter what the result. I get what you're saying. Yeah, uh, he said. But has any of us had a lockdown haircut yet? And if so, let's see them. I cut Ooh. my own anyway. Yeah, I've, I've had mine. Uh, my right. wife done mine. She didn't do bad, actually. She she used to do mine years ago when I was a proper skinhead, um, and I've not let her touch it for a good few years. But she 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 did all right, actually. I might ask her to do, give it another whiz over on the sides. Paul Nolan, the chauffeur, is back. Uh, beep, beep. So we are kicking up against Wolves on a Friday night. The joys of a couple of questions is, is the game free to watch? If so, what channel? Well, I don't think we definitely know yet, but hopefully it will be free to watch. Our Sky had sort of come up with that. Uh, what do you think it will sound like in the Thunderdome? I think we've agreed it will sound dull. And- well, it'll, it'll be, i tell you what, it's an easy way. Go on YouTube, look up... Um, one of the West Ham youth games played at the London Stadium and it will sound exactly like yeah. that. And it says, uh, are all of our games going to be free to view? Well, we, it don't nope. look like it. Uh, will nope. we get relegated? I think we've answered that. He says, I, he has a feeling we might, you know, and we'll be spending our 125th anniversary in the championship. Well, actually, we won't because the 125th anniversary, <laughs> the fake one, is actually on June the 28th, I believe. Uh, so that's the 125th anniversary. So we'll still be playing Premier League football. And then the 125th anniversary of West Ham is July the 4th or 5th, depending on how you want to argue it. Uh, the document was signed on the 4th, but rubber stamped on the 5th. So, and we'll still be playing Premier League football. So don't worry about that, Paul. Uh, he's got, he's bought two shirts for 30 quid, a bit like you did, Sean. It says, although the neck on the home shirt makes me look a bit like Shaggy from Scabby-Doo. Uh, or Shaggy Scooby-Doo. from Scooby-Doo, sorry. Well, we won't say what Sean looks like. Uh, do any of you look like a cartoon character? <laughs> and if so, which ones? Well, Sean, should we go there? Go on. Well, you look like uh, Gru, innit? From... I've been told I look like Cartman from that. Well, I thought it was a, a young Gru from uh, Despicable Me. Well, uh, and you, you're my minion, aren't you? From, uh... Well, so it seems over the years, yes, I am your minion. Uh, the ones that do all the real work. Um Len, do you look like a cartoon character? <laughs> and if no, so, no, what one? Let me story. Probably can't. Well, I am one, aren't I, really? Yeah, you're nothing. You're just pixels. That's right. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Did you see uh, the picture I managed to, to get? It wasn't easy getting a picture of your sunbathing. Yeah, you nicked it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the like me, actually. Yeah. Well done, Sean. 
Thank you. Well, That's been a slow news day, was it? A screen grab. No, it was on Twitter. It was just a screen grab from obviously one of your videos, but I couldn't remember yeah. which video it was. Can you remember that which video? The, the, the long one. good summer. That's it. It was the East End when one. We, yeah, when we had uh, Pellegrini joined yeah. and yeah. subsequently not here anymore. Do you know what? You used to do, uh, looking back to try and find that picture for your birthday, you used to do the old Canning Town Lend talks and a little bit of a news review. You haven't done that for a while. I don't know what. Oh, Canning Town talks, yeah. Uh, I, it, well, I, I needed to rely on Gonzo with that. Ah, oh, right, okay. So, um, and, just, and I've, I've yeah. got a second question about Canning Town Lend. Uh, Go on. Canning Town Lend. Um, I appeared on the um, pilot episode of An Evening Win. Yeah, you did. I haven't seen any more. It, it sort of died with my episode. Well, perhaps he had no, the wrong person on, on a pilot episode. No, it didn't die. I just thought I'd, um, that the, the portraits happened and I, I just didn't get back to sort of... It was a pilot and it, it done all right, but I, it that's the stuff that goes on YouTube and I don't really think YouTube is for me and I just want to move on to sort of some um, more... Like what I've done with the one yeah. Well, it didn't make it, you know. That's not really why. I just just want to do a bit more long-term projects, something a bit more. I might go back to it. I don't know. It's just football kind of stopped, really. I was sort of... Yeah, oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just a little bit... Everything's up in the air. I don't know what to sort of... I like trying little things out. And there's a, there's another project I want to do on Prime Video, which is my preferred platform, but it's just ground to a halt, really. I mean, I've uploaded something. It's oh, did that other did that other thing go through? Still going through. Oh, over a month now. So I mean, that just goes to show I can't be too topical if things yeah. are going to take that long. Yeah. So I mean, I could ask you a question on that, and then what was happened? Have both you both watched Sunderland Till I Die? Yeah. The second yeah. series. I watched it in one day. Yeah, I'll do yeah. it. It's like good, that. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I love it. Actually, I forgot I did actually now? talk to uh, one of the podcast boys from Sunderland who was on the first did, and I forgot, I did say, mate, can I interview you um, about the series? And then I never got back to him. Uh, mm. What's the Tottenham one? one? That must have been, that should have been out by now, the Tottenham one. Obviously. Um, That's on Amazon, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, is it on now? I don't know. I don't. But what? When you ask you watch Sunderland till I die, what is your overall thought? Because we always try and relate it back to West Ham. What is your thought in your mind? I just want to see if it's the same as mine. What about the club or about the production? No, no, about the club. About the predicament Sunderland have found themselves into. Um. Kind of... All right, I'll, I'll, I'll feed you a little bit more. Don't you, don't you ever think that could so easily be West Ham? West Ham could be in the same position as Sunderland. Somewhat, but not... If our saviors had come in in 2010... No, I, I knew he was going down the road. <laughs> where he was going, yeah. I wonder why the question was coming, The thing I would say to that is, is that West Ham being a London club, and we are the fourth biggest club in London. 
and we're not that far behind a couple of the others in fan base support. Therefore, we would be a far more attractive. It, I, I can believe oh, I that West Ham has got it in them to capitulate down to League One. And I've got a lot of admiration for Sunderland fans now watching yeah, that, yeah, to yeah, be fair. Yeah. Um, they're a passionate club. They're an old football, historic football club. And they've been dealt, uh, the fans have been dealt a short straw. Yeah. You know, and the thing, the only mad thing is, is that Ellis Short put a load of money in. And this is the thing, when you get these benefactor type owners, it's not when they're putting the money in, it's when they finally say, I ain't doing it no more. That's and, and what they leave behind. And, and that's mm. the problem. Ellis Short, possibly, I don't know, speaking as an outsider, looked like put money into the club, add them as the Premier League, and then lost interest in them. Uh, but he lost interest in them years before. And that's why when you look at the steady decline where they were going through the managers like, you know, Decanio and, and the, the Dick Advocat, you know, where they, Sam Allardyce, you know, they were just clinging on and clinging on. And and the funny thing is, is that we've sort of been clinging on and clinging on. And at some point, that trap door may open. That's that's, yeah. that's that's the worry. And then when that happens, when you look at the players that we've got, and many of them will want to play in the championship. This is it. And this is the, this is the problem that we would have where you can fall because if you have a mass exodus and you can't replace them properly, that's. You know. As as usual, we've gone completely off piece. Well, that's you, isn't it? Yeah, because right. you wanted us to rub your your mates at the club up the right yeah, way. That's why. That's why. We were going to do it quickly. I do want to say this. Paul Nolan says, if there's any West Ham fans who may need a business consultant, Paul has got his own business consultancy, and he's not had any new contracts since March. So, if anybody's looking for help. Uh, then any help is greatly appreciated. Tough times for all. I don't know what a business consultant does. No, me neither. Uh, but if you need to be consulted about your business, you should run a business. Paul Nolan is your man. <laughs> you should run a business. That's not the idea. Paul Nolan's your man, Leg. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Who's your man, everyone? Man. Like, check him out. I do make a permanent point. Yeah. <laughs> don't run a business if you don't know how to run it. Yes. Thank you. I'm bigging the man Sorry, up and you just, that's it. Sorry. You know. He's going to be sitting there. No one's rung today. It's all Len's fault. Sorry, he's going, um, he's going to cancel that. that and he was going to give you advice on the portrait business. Yeah. Uh, Lee Goddard Go says, Hi, all. He's, he's, he's just come to say what a welcome bonus it was to enjoy. I think he's being serious as well. To enjoy two and a half hours with you last week. The best podcast out there, in my opinion. Keep up the good work. God bless you, Lee. You need to listen to others if we're the best, to be fair. But still, <laughs> I can give you a list. <laughs> but, but thank you very much for being so kind. Uh, Michael Levy Jr. Uh, it, that Jr. is not his last name, Len. That, that's just pointing out that his dad was called Michael Levy as well. Or he's called Michael all Levy. Right. Yeah. He says hi, all, as well. Um, all's not turned up, so it's just us three. Uh, any chance of a birthday shout-out? Because he's 40 today. Oh, wow. Hey, we should have put him in the list. 
Happy birthday. Yeah. yeah shares What's it with Marilyn Monroe. Canning Town, Lynn. What's his name? Jason Donovan. Take, yeah. Bob Monkhouse. Yeah. I think it's Bill Wyman. It might be Ronnie Bill Wood. Wyman. It's not Bill Wyman. Ronnie Wood. Alanis Morissette. Yeah, look. It's uh, oh, the 1st of June. What a great day. Who else? Who else is... Who else's birthday is it, Nigel? Read them out. Oh, I've not done that now. So, anyway, Michael says, and this is true, you think he's born 40 years just after the FA Cup final. So, Mike, yeah. I'm not being funny, mate. It's all your fault. <laughs> Until you joined this earth, we were a really good football team that won things. Yeah. Not that I'm blaming you, mate, but still, we have to look at these things. Uh, and he says, will we ever see a beloved win as a trophy in our lifetime? Well, the three of us have, Mike. I'm not pointing it out. <laughs> but he said he's treated himself with some reduced shirts from the club shop. But, Sean, I need you to listen to this because he was thinking of getting I Love Brady on the back. But they told me that you own the rights to that. <laughs> uh, and apparently he tried the balls bitch as well. And you've got that one as well. Uh, he says, of course, thanks for the... I haven't uh, spoken to Lady Brady for... Well, at least week. 48 hours. Joking, no, of course. Thanks for the podcast. All, all the Do you know whose birthday is today? Who's? Javier Hernandez. I there never knew that. 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 that's why I told you. That's why he was singing that Mexican. Ah, Morgan Freeman and Heidi Klum. Oh, you get all the good ones, don't you? I wouldn't say they're good. All right. I mean, Marilyn Monroe, Morgan Freeman, yeah. Um, Bob Monkhouse. Jeffrey Epstein. Don't, I don't, no, is it? Don't say that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All these, there's lots of people I don't know. Instagram stars, I don't care about that. Who else is it? Let's have a look. Carry on, I'll, Right, Chris I'll Williams said, yeah, just. Something. Uh, I will be putting the TV down the end of the garden. This is Chris Williams, by the way. He said he's going to put the TV down. We should all try this. Down the end of the garden and watch from the upstairs window uh, to recreate his seats in block 254. I think I need to try that, Chris. Uh, or just sit in your living room and watch it on a portable. Uh, how many points out of 27 do you all think we'll get? He's saying 11, which might be enough. Well, I'm, I'm thinking 10. And it won't be enough, to be fair, Chris. 13. Yeah. He's got an usher, a point for you, Sean, uh, that refunds seem to be in the form of club cash, but Chris did write this five hours ago. Yeah. So, Martin so Payne uh, said, Claret and you run a story from the Mirror claiming that the relegation threatened clubs will take legal action if the season is curtailed and they're relegated by PPG. How can they take legal action against the process they voted for? Well, they, they didn't necessarily vote for it because, one, no one's voted for it yet, so it's still got a pass. But the second one is it only needs 14 clubs to vote, which, therefore, six clubs didn't vote for it. So if 14 pass it and six didn't, that's why the Premier League could have a problem. But every, the problem is there's so much money involved, everyone's going to threaten. When you join the Premier League, which is, a, you know, you, you own one twentieth of the Premier League, you own a share, you agreed to abide by the rules, but hey, we're on unprecedented times and people may not want to play by the rules. So let's wait and see. Whatever happens, someone's going to be unhappy and someone's going to sue. Lawyers will get rich. Pat Boone, his birthday is today. Tom Robinson, 
Two, four, six, eight. Oh, he's sure. Yeah, that's right. Who else is there? Do you even talk about that? But I can't. Were you saying something, sure? He's sitting away from his computer. We can barely hear what he's saying anyway. Yeah. Just faded off. I know. Like Mr. Amateur Hour. It's like bleeding Wayne's world. Yo, he's back again. Ooh. Oh, hello. Thanks for coming back. Lisa Hartman. Never heard of her. You can do birthdays of the 1st of June, but I can't do the re- uh, refund calculations. I, I spent hours no, working No, because you're bored the life out of me. Uh, Auntie Penn says, uh, firstly, is it going to be another epic show tonight? Well, if Sean Bleeding carries on with the way he answers questions, it could be. Uh, One hour secondly, she's glad the football's back, despite not being able to go along. Uh, my question is, who, in your opinion, won't be here next season? Keep up the good work. John and George, probably. Oh, I don't be like that. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> Carlos They'll Sanchez and Pablo Zabaleta. Yeah. Uh, they definitely won't a be jetty. He'll, uh, we'll have, uh, he'll, he'll have to oh, move no, his we'll boat somewhere else. Jetty. Yeah. yeah. Mark Bright, who's uh, obviously taking time off from managing Crystal Palace uh, behind the scenes. Uh, says, hello, chaps, a question for Sean, as he might know. <sighs> I'd love to ask, but when we play our first home game, will they still play bubbles and blow the bubbles as the players come out? Or will there be that's nothing, there's no point, there's no really, fans in the ground? That's a, that's a really, point. really good question. I, I, a- I'll tell you what I think. I think they will play it and they will blow it. Yeah, it's a really oh, bubbles. good question. Yeah, bubbles. Yeah. But but what yeah, it is? But do you know what? They they'll have the bubble machine man with one of them big ones, and he'll just wave it about as the players come out, <laughs> just to cut down on well, the money. We haven't asked that question, but do you know what? I think it's a really I good question. Yeah, I will yeah, ask. Yeah. It. I, I I think it will be. I think you need to credit Mark Bright. Clubs in talks over bubble machine. Can we get a quote, Mark? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you can you text us a quote on that, please? All Premier League to have bubbles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about when we score? Do you think there'll be bubbles? There's, again, it's another good question. That's, good, oh, that's two. That's two articles. He can drag that out of my life. Tomorrow's clicking into line already. Uh, Daniel McClelland says another pod. He's only just finished the last one. <laughs> uh, Sorry. So this is for you, Sean. Everybody wants to ask you. Uh, Daniel's a massive rice fan as well. Even though, yeah. to be fair, I prefer noodles. I've seen that one. I've been saving that one. Yeah, with me chicken curry. But he can't see Harry can have him in his all time West Ham team over Noble. Who? I think Mine. he's saying you. Yeah. Uh, Noble has been a great ambassador to our club, but I see Rice as a, a, a better player than Noble. No, Noble didn't play for England. Noble's been a great captain, but you couldn't call him a, the most technically gifted He's been a grafter. He's, he bleeds West Ham, you know, and we take him to his heart. But you can't Mate, say Mate, Martin, most- Sean, and that's saying something for me to put him in. Yeah, I know that. But am I am I talking rubbish about yes, this? You, you know me. Definitely. I don't know anything about football. Is yeah. he which which player is more technically gifted out of the two of them? Declan Rice. 
Yeah, and that's why I put him in. You didn't have Noble or Rice in Lynn, did you? No, well, mine was a, a cup final swap out. I mean, I could have replaced one of the midfielders with Rice and Noble. But um, the problem is, um, look, Noble... Give, give a, give a little bit of a um, plug for DJ Rassi, because I did an article today. You keep watching my one, people, just because it annoys um, Sean that I've got more views. And uh, Ian Dale's just done one, so uh, he's added to the list. Um, you know, X, Dave Walker, Gonzo, who, who else? Canning Town, then Nigel, uh, Bertie Braley. I'm trying to think of other people who've done them. Graham Howlett. Um, now you've you've put yourself in it now. You've got to remember all of them. Well, uh, Nicky Hawkins. Um, Geezer called Nasha. Sorry? Oh, yeah, the mural guy, Nasha Mural. Yeah. Nasha's done one. Oh, did he do um, it? I met him once. Yeah. Um, um, the guy who's done Irrational Age of Luton. Well, I, 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 when I, I did, like the, him. When I did the story either. earlier, I went on his My Eight. Uh, and I know he's a he's a big listener of, of uh, more than just a podcast. So, Who? hi, Russ. Russ, oh, Russ. Russ, I thought you were going to say that idiot who wrote the rest um, of the and, and I noticed he'd done 32. He's done a lot of content as Russ. That's, he spent a lot of time on this. Um, and that's before he put up Ian Dow. And he's putting about two or three up a, a day at the moment. So I don't know how many he's recorded. 250 uh, he wants. 250. I believe, wow. No, 500. Or was it 500? 500 he wants. Wow. I think I've got the most unique team with the most unused players now I, I didn't finish your one yet uh-huh. um, but I sent but it to you cheated you did I didn't cheat you can't pick Hitchcock if he's never played uh, yeah I'm excuse me he played for the reserves well, why couldn't you pick right and I, I don't know it's right. funny but why couldn't you pick uh, um, David Martin because he was born in Romford he's an out of town isn't he well, isn't Rumford in Newham? No, no Sean. Rumford's in Essex. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. Is it not on the border of Newham? No, because you've got Barking and Dagenham in between that, because Rumford's in Avering for a start. Oh, it's all the same to me. Yeah, well, it would be, but to me, it ain't. I mean, you know, rules are rules. You know, I asked him, I I, off, I, I, sit, I sat him down and said, look, I've got this dilemma, I want to have this goalkeeper, I've met the bloke a few times, never see him play, but he was a West Ham legend. Or here's a player I did see play, but not for West Ham. You, you did your old Gary Charles story, obviously. Well, yeah, I couldn't wait, could he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though, Nigel? Gold to came home and I found my uh, my best friend in, in uh, shagging my wife in the pool while my dad nicked my shares. Or was it? His dad shagging his wife in the pool while his best friend Nick's shares. I always get that bit. Yeah, best friend in the pool, father yeah. Nick's shares. Yeah, well, that, that, that story is as famous as uh, the Gary Charles. Story. Gary Charles. This is that's Nigel's abject poverty story. <laughs> Gary Charles. <laughs> but I did like it, uh, Nigel. I must admit, the man, the, the man is misaligned. You know, the, the you know, I'm not. You know, obviously, I always say, look, I know he didn't play that well. You know, but as I said, when you grow up, 
you look after your own. That's what I say. Can we can we have him on? Can we get Gary Charles on the podcast at one point? He don't know who Nigel is. If we know how to get hold of him, he, he's 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 not that easy to get hold of now. I don't think. Oh, I can. You sent me the challenge. Well, go on. You get. You... It, it'd probably go, Nigel. Nigel. Yeah. That's what it'd be. It, it, it'll, it'll remember me. He'll remember my uncle. Right. Don't worry. All right. Anyway, um, lo- a plug for Russ, because uh, he's put a lot of effort in this. Uh, yeah. 32 and counting. There's got to be at least good 20, nearly 30 hours of content on YouTube. Go on YouTube. Look for My Hammers 11. Um, and you'll find. Uh, I tried a, to drag it out to beat Gonzo's hour in five minutes, but yeah. But who wants to listen? Right? Do you know what? I must admit, and I, I hate to say this after just plugging it, but on some of them, right, including me, I just want to fast forward and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, 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 what did he pick at the end? And you can fast forward and say, all oh, right, yes, yeah, because you're not a storyteller like me. That's why. No, uh, true. true. Come on, get to the questions. Yeah. You're always... I know, yeah. Darren Milan says, is Daz Laria uh, a super-duper fan? Key worker. Uh, oh, we don't yeah, do well that done. now, do we? No, yeah, we stopped uh, stop doing that, sorry. Uh, well, that geezer, get yourself down to Basildon. <laughs> that geezer will yeah. clap you in and out. Uh Welcome back to the father and son combo this Monday morning, evening. Oh, got that wrong, Daz, didn't you? <laughs> anyway, a few weeks ago, we all voted for our favourite Premier League West Ham eleven, and I reluctantly included a certain Mr Payette. I understood he left for family reasons, and now it's because we didn't push him hard enough. Yeah, that's a story I wrote Is this it? morning. Oh, yeah. right. All right. I've not seen that. So, But now it's claimed he won't take a wage reduction either. With Claret and you stating, Payet has claimed that taking into account the needs of his family was behind his decision not to take a pay cut. All right. There you go. I've not read so this, this story. This is true. This has come from an interview in Reunion where he's basically said that... Is that a magazine? No, it's a newspaper, French newspaper. Oh, wow. um, it and it, it says that um, it's not like Friends Reunited, by the way. Uh, that he he loves it at. Uh, I think it's the name of an island where it was possibly. I'll say because they push him, and that West Ham. One of the reasons he left is he wasn't being pushed. Uh, he wasn't being put under the pressure, and he's sort of saying it was all right, relaxed. Um, well, the rumours sort of suggest otherwise, but it's a family podcast, and we won't give the reasons why. Uh, Allegedly, he he left for personal reasons, um, and then he then in the another and there's no news, truth that he's paying child maintenance to the kid. Um, uh, allegedly, um, there and then he goes on to say, um, while Marseille are in real financial trouble, as lots of clubs are, he uh, he's refused the, all the staff are taking a thirty percent cut. He's refused to take a twenty percent cut saying that his, he's got outgoings and his family needs the money and he, he doesn't see why he needs to take a cut to help his club. Right. There you go. There you go, people. Wake up. Wake up! Uh, back in the room. One, two, three. Uh, basically, Dazlar carries on after Sean's uh, monologue. These footballers don't realise the privileged situation they are in and that the PFA justified no carpet reduction due to less contributions to NHS in tax was insulting to us supporters. I really wish our club had shown an individual stand just like some clubs are broad. He actually feels ashamed of our league. I feel ashamed of our players, to be fair. Uh, thanks for the podcast. 
Dazla out. Only a well couple done, left. Uh, Warren James Greenfield, so good. He's got three names, uh, four syllables. Why can't this club do anything the easy way? Uh, he's wrote this a while ago. He says, there's still no info on how the refund is going to happen. That's coming, though. Email uh, some people have been ref- refunded the club cash. Uh, why yeah. do they fuck everything up? I think we covered that earlier because there's idiots running the club, basically. Uh, well, uh, Tim Sharman, super Tim Sharman, Luke's dad, uh, when I agree, my son had his refund, but I've got nothing yet. Uh, yeah, I've been all processed. Yeah, I've yeah. even got an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's no email. emails till tomorrow. Come on, guys. No, the first email. Yeah, well, you spam. Couple more. Couple it's more. Just, no, no, they just haven't sent it. Oh. Not everyone does all this internet and Twitter, arty bollocks. I ain't got an email either, to be fair. Uh, Richard Dodds says he's back again, Sean, because this is specifically you. He said, oh, and I forgot. How can anybody admit to having a shrine to lady die? Do you live your <laughs> life, Sean, like a candle in the wind? That was a bit of a dark moment admitting that, wasn't oh, it? Dear, oh, dear. Yeah, that was... Uh... Right, and then we've got a last up. We go over to Twitter, because John Bucci... Uh, or John B, hashtag GSB out, says, uh, my WH that's me. Do you think the irresponsible actions of people who went to places like Bogner at the weekend will lead to a second spike and the delay of the Premier League restart? He's put question with the podcast. So I'll ask you that, uh, uh, Sean. Uh, do you think irresponsible actions of people who went to places like Bogner at the weekend will lead to a second spike? No. No. In other words, it was Sean that went to Bogner. I, look, look, look I, I, it's lawful for me to do so. I went there. I socially distanced. No one was at right. No one's judging you. Uh, and, and if you saw the picture on the beach, there's no one on it. Um, it's my lawful right. I swam in the sea. You know? Tide this, was out. You're right, Pete. This, uh, this talk about a second spike, I can tell you, I go, I talk, I go past just into what adventures testing. Every day when I go to work, absolutely empty. No one ever there. The infection rates in in London hospitals and around the southeast almost zero. So, you know, this this again it becomes really, really political, all talking about a second spike and everything, right? We've got to get on with some of this and we've got to leave our lives. And and by going to Bogner and socially distancing, <clears throat> I didn't break any rules, funny enough. And I was testing my eyesight as well. Oh, okay. Oh, right. I don't care anyway. But you know. No wonder you had to put glasses on him, Len, if he's testing his eyesight. Yeah. Oh, dear. When are the uh, hotels opening again? Any idea? No, when they can get tourists in, isn't it? Tourists can't fly in, isn't it? No, but what about sort of people travelling around the country and doing stuff? I'd imagine that'll be like when they open the pubs. Yeah. Tonight, I think. Uh, well, basically, that endeth uh, Facebook. And for this week, Twitter, question time. Yeah. So, uh, Super 6, yeah? Um, okay. So, if we look at Super 6, should we just go through the top 10, Nigel? Well, if I'm 11th, you might as well. 
No, for the season, obviously, you're about 50th when it when it comes down. Oh, to. Right. So a quickly top, top six, because now we're, 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 we're back in it. Uh, number one, no, we go top 10. Adding Adam Darlington. Um, cool, you've nailed this, Sean, I tell you. You've put me out of business uh, doing this. 10, 375. Uh, number nine, Martin Samuels, 383. Uh, Richard Dodds, uh, a new entry into the top 10. Eighth with 386. Not off. Uh, seventh, Mark Watt, 388. Phil Walker, uh, a friend of uh, as in um, uh, Block 113. Is it 113? 114. I can't remember anymore. With 390. Uh, Simon Pope, the Pontif, fifth, 391. Is that how you do it? Uh, also, uh, our friend Keith Milton, fourth with 404, um, but jointly with myself in third, 404, and Tim Sharman, 404. So you could say that Tim, myself, and Keith joint second, uh, Kevin, Ka- Kevin Fowler first. Do you, know, do you know how they differentiate? Go on. So basically, Tim's got more correct results than you, and you've got more correct results than Keith. There you go. There you go. So that's our top 10. Just looking all the way down. Oh, next page. Next page. Next page. Next page. Next page. Oh, here we go. And in 50th place with 293. I've that one place. Nigel Khan. Dear, oh dear. You don't play this, do you, Len? No. No. Maybe next I'll maybe do it next year if we have a season. Yeah. Yeah, good. Right, um, I think that's all we've got time for. We, we often do predictions. What should we predict this this week, uh, Len? Let's predict... Oh. Let's predict... I was going to say the starting lineup, but... Let's... No, no idea. Haven't got a clue. I'll tell you what, though. Um... Robert Powell was born on June 1st as well. And so was April Woodward. <laughs> but I can't, I can't make a prediction, no. Let's, uh, let's, ask Nigel. let's predict which division we're in next season. No, we've really okay. done that, haven't we? Because we've said yes or no for, for relegation. Well, we don't know. All right, I'll tell you what. How, this, is a, this is a very topical one. And I, there's two ways. I'm going to ask two predictions. I'm going to ask you guys, how many pies will Nigel sell? Uh, and also, how many portraits will be commissioned uh, for Canon? Bubble prediction week. Start with you, Nigel. How many pies? Oh, I could do a pie now. More than 50. No, no, give me a number. We're, we're, everyone's going to do this. Ooh. How much did you sell last weekend, Nigel? Well, last weekend, I think we did 145. Really? Yeah. All right. So, what, what's your prediction, Nigel? I, I'd drop it this week. People, it was first week back, so I'd go 120. All right. Okay. And uh number of portraits that uh, Len will commission, get commissioned? This week, I, I reckon he'll get another 25 portraits. Oh. Is that a good Since week? I get to go after both of you, so I, you know, you've both got inside information. Right, Len, uh, how many pies? I'll say a nice round hundred pies. Yeah, old roughly. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
When you say this week, is it... From now until this podcast, from now until the next podcast. I'd say... I'd say 30 portraits. quite big since you've... Right, okay. Uh, Mm, It's hard to sell, though. It's hard to tell because a lot of people might have already ordered them. Yeah, see, I'm going to go lower on the portraits because I think you've told me you've only sold about 60 in total, haven't you? Or is those numbers going to... I think you read that off and these up Mother Brown, Sean. No, you told me because you gave me a, a figure of like 52... Five. Oh yeah, you're right. I did. So, um, so I'm basing it on that. If you've only ever sold sixty, that was about two weeks ago. Thirty. Oh, I'm thinking of the. I'm looking at the inquiries I'm getting now, oh, and right. I'm thinking of the um, um, Father's Day factor. Okay. I well, mean, what, what did you go for, Nigel? Twenty-five. I'm going to go for twenty. I'm sorry to downplay it. That's um, right. I'll be happy with that. I'm. I'm thinking. He's downplaying his pies a bit, and I'm going to go for 150 pies. Oh. I think there'll be a big call on pies after people, you know, hear about his pies back on the podcast and uh, ask for Nigel, a 10% discount. How's liquor selling? Is everyone having liquor? Or? Uh, well, we only do it with liquor. So it comes a standard? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So How you just the liquor in? Say that again? How about chili vinegar? Does that come with it? Yes. So, well, if you if you get the mega pack like uh, Jazz did, you get uh-huh. a, the mega pack. I think I don't know if it's like ten pies, ten mash, two or three large liquors, and a bottle of chili vinegar. What about eels? She does eels yeah, on really when she she does eels when she's doing the stall, but it's difficult but to do eels delivery. Yeah. Anyway, we've we've talked enough to get to two hours. Hold up, though. So, hold up. So, I just want to shout out to the Sunday night Steel Army, the Irons United, all five of us. Uh, I'm joking, still. We know it's only six. Uh, so that's Gary Page. Big up the Gary Page. Or listen to the podcast. Cheers, Gal. Uh, hello to Joan and uh, Jamie and uh, Neil from Down Under, who's everywhere. Uh, well, he's down under, obviously, but who's who? You know, gets up at quarter to six in the morning to watch Stell. So, obviously, breakfast TV is really crap in Australia <laughs> because he's watching Stell. But anyway, um, if I missed anyone, uh, so and whoever forever blowing bubbles is on there as well. We've got a little crowd now that goes on there on a Sunday night and takes the piss out of Stell. And uh, Jay, yes, uh, and so, and that's the way it should be. So I'll say, that, I'll say hello to them on there, and, good, and, good. and still obviously reads a lot of what you say, Sean, because obviously he yeah. uses it. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, he's always using content. Um, <clears throat> right, I've been Sean. Nigel has been uh, going back to work. Oh, and uh, Len has been Brady out. And always has been. Right, yeah. <laughs> and his birthday. Come on, yeah. Lions. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast.
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.